The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Joining us now on the Robert Scott Bell Show, it's a follow-up interview. Yeah, I can say that because we were together at, this is Ashley Grog, we were, we were at together at the uh, Nas- National Health Freedom Congress in yes, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, first met her, and it was a very, if I remember correctly, it was a very emotional time and interview. And uh, I, I wanted to get your backstory. You're just going to have to give me a briefer version of that as we d- dive into the VAERS project that you were working mm-hmm. on that we talked about last time. And Ashley, once again, your background in allopathic medicine, nursing, science, the, the, the scientific endeavor of, you know, going in there and going, we're smart, we got the science, and all the dilemmas we're now facing with, is, is science really science? Is it, is it political? Is it economic? And so many conflicts of interest. And so anyway, welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Thank Show. Thank you so much for having me again. It's good to see you. So yeah, tell us again, a reintroduction for those that didn't meet you the first time. And you can go back in the archives and catch it, but uh, backstory and how you got here. And then I want to hear more about the evolving project. Yeah, it's been a pretty neat ride. And I'm really appreciative that we got to have that time together and mm-hmm. that, that moment um, because it has been really transformative. So uh, I'm a master's prepared registered nurse, started out in 2006 and worked my whole career in cardiac care. Um, we we did all things by the book. We did all the vaccines and whatever. And then my daughter got pneumonia and I had this instance where I was like, we're not going to vaccinate today because her immune system is compromised. The doctor got in my face, started yelling. I went back to work. Infectious disease came up and said, I think it's asinine that we give hep B on the first day of life. And that wasn't fitting with what I was talking about. I thought I was going to lose my job and all these things. Mm -hmm. But it started that, you know, that ball rolling. And that was about 10 years ago. And so it was in this weird juxtaposition. I I didn't really ever feel that allopathic medicine was right for me. My Mm -hmm. grandparents had always used herbs and stuff like that vitamins. Um, so you had that sense because I grew up in an allopathic family, <clears throat> medical know, yeah. and pharmaceutical, and I, I never had that sense until I was just so sick and tired of being sick and tired at 19 years of age at Emory, I was telling you, and and I just realized, oh my God, they really don't know what they're doing when it comes to chronic diseases. In fact, they're making me worse. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And it was four or five years later when the prayers were answered in a way that I was like ready to receive the new message yes. or the old message of yes, nature has got all these Real things and, and abandoning nature, not good minerals, supplements, homey out all those things. So I, so I didn't have a basis for it other than finally being open to it because I was suffering enough. Yeah. 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 And I became a nurse to do hospice. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of personal experience with death in my home as a younger a child, essentially. And so that's what brought me in. And I think that's why I kind of already was in this weird space because that was all about holistic care. It's about treating the person in every aspect. So quit vaccinating, go through 2019 when the measles outbreak happened and all that started uh, Hoosiers for Medical Liberty, Indiana nonprofit. Um, There's no meaning to Hoosiers. It's just a person from Indiana. I know we we tried to figure that out last time too. (laughs) I saw it in your eyes. I was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Somebody Um, help me. The new drug from Pfizer. The new drug from Pfizer. Hoosiers. Hey, that would be a great drug. Could you imagine? Just a little bottle of me walking around. (laughs) (laughs) 
That'd be awesome. <laughs> FDA will never approve it because it's awesome. <laughs> it's too much truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, started Hoosiers for Medical Liberty. Mm-hmm. That kind of evolved. I, my core is is healthcare. I hate legislation. It, it's awful, but I know that we have to kind of secure our rights. We have to get them, you know, yeah. working with the Constitution or, you know, like following it. Right. Um, so did that. And then there was this point where I was able to shift and do what is really my heart's passion, because as a nurse, I didn't know about VARES and I was administering vaccines. And, um, you know, during that time of awakening, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. I recognized that I had potentially harmed a lot of people. Um, and I'm a problem solver, so I dig deep and I'm like, okay, let's get, let's get to the root cause of this yeah, how about that? and let's figure this out. And how can I help people understand in an easy way? How can I find that little middle section that's reasonable? Because I think sometimes we argue about things mm-hmm. that are too big. Their minds can't comprehend. You know, last week, um, when I was at church, my priest was talking about, how, you know, if you went into the womb and started talking to the baby about all the things they'd experience out here, they'd be like, you're crazy. Don't let me out. Please let me stay. Right. Yeah. And that's the way it is for these medics. A lot of times I think, and, and there's a lot to that. And I've kind of been unpacking that and I'm working on a book because of you. What? Um, because what of you. Mean? Yes. Because it's we. It's a scandalous book, I'm it sure. It is scandalous. It's super, <laughs> what is that? Everything I do is scandalous. <laughs> Um, but cause the VARES project, I was, right. I was there in Minnesota because of the VARES project and it's practical education for healthcare professionals on VARES because yeah. they don't know what they don't know. And, you know, it's not so much about, I want accurate and appropriate reporting, but why, why do I want that? Why is that important? How does that impact me? How does that impact my family? It impacts our family. Mm-hmm. Because if we're asking people to take risk, if there are people who are going to do it, no matter what we say, do or, you know, try to to keep them away from certain treatments or modalities or maybe injections. Yeah. You're not going to be able to stop them all. And we shouldn't take away their their right to choose. Mm-hmm. They should have the right to choose. But I want to be able to help them because if they take that risk and they're harmed, mm-hmm. I don't want them to suffer. Right. And that's where my heart is. That's where my heart has always been. I want to alleviate human suffering. Even if you made a stupid decision, I'm going to help you. We talked about that. And I I try to bring that up in terms of the compassion we want as, you know, if you go into nurse, any of the healing arts or or sciences, I would hope that your motivation is really genuinely to help people. And And I think most probably, there's always exceptions to this, but when you realize, and this was the message from my uncle, the doctor, as I told mm-hmm. you before, don't go into medicine. You're going to be miserable. I'm like, Uncle Bob, you're a doctor. Why would you say that to me? I want to be a doctor. And then I realized, of course, through my own experience and the way they treated me, and I don't mean they were mean and meaning to be harmful, but they've been trained that way. And as you pointed out, the moment you begin to start peeking outside of the horse blinders, the pharmaceutical horse blinders, it's overwhelming. It can be frightening. It can be humiliating. And in fact, because these are intelligent people that have been programmed like robots or dogs to basically, you know, salivate when they ring a bell and yeah. in terms of big pharma's control over the, the profession. Uh, so what is it in terms of your moving forward with the Bears Project? You absolutely did not abandon science. In fact, you, you dive headlong into science. it, but you look back on your intention and say, was I doing things that were scientifically sound as a nurse, for instance? Well, and I mean, we can't control everything. And I think that's part of that paradigm shift as you move 
out of allopathic and into like a risk benefit analysis. We're looking at all the options. We quit vaccinating a long time ago. We had a daughter at 24 weeks and I redid the science, even though we weren't vaccinating. I redid the science. I went in and I dove because you redid. I read it. Not like read it in the no, past no, no. tense. I was thinking that's great English. I love that I new read-ed. word. <laughs> I read it the science. I read it. I redid the science. I redid the science. <laughs> I went back and I did the research and yes. I dug in deep and mm. I made sure that what I was doing was validated mm. because the doctors, the neonatologists were telling me, you have to do this or your child that you just gave birth to who has a 5% chance of living is going to mm. die. Yeah. And I'm like, is that true or is that false? And you have to figure out. My medical institution, the, the the fiber of my being, because I've sacrificed so much through medical school, if you're a physician, yeah. through nursing school, I mean, they put you through hell. It's and hazing, in a sense. It, it, it's hazing or boot camp. Boot you camp, choose, yeah. like, basic training. You go Break through. Break you down mm-hmm. so that you follow orders. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And and so, you know, I, I redid all of that science. And so then I was able to come up with a very basic argument. The doctor walked in, and we you can watch the story in the archives. But mm-hmm. I was able to... to switch him off a little bit and he got off my case and he knew he couldn't argue with me because I knew the science. Like I knew the real science. I wasn't just going with the flow and that's what they do. Vaccines are settled. They're safe and effective period. I don't have to worry about that. I'm going to go worry about fixing these problems that are really pressing for humanity. Yeah. Never stopping to consider what we now have considered for a long time. And Maybe it isn't settled science. It's not. Maybe science is never never, actually settled, right? Yes. And and yet it's it it as we talk about it, we go, of course it's never settled. But it's embarrassing how duped so many of us were. Mm -hmm. I was. I I, again, I grew up in in medicine, and uh, to do what I do now, I had my preconceived notions, my belief, like a cult-like devotion to things. And I had to be beaten down by life. And I think this was a gift of spirit of God to allow me to suffer enough so that I could come to a different path or conclusion that would actually fit what my desires were. If I said, I genuinely want to help people. I want to be, I want to be compassionate. And yet all the things that I learned didn't fit that, even though I perceived a thought. And so we're breaking through illusions, becoming disillusioned in order to then see things that were hidden by a veil yeah. as the veil is lifted we can either go oh that's too i don't get give me some more drugs please yeah. so i don't see it it's like the the matrix <laughs> give me some soma the, the give me the blue pill so i can go back in the matrix versus the red pill to say i really want to see reality and i want to integrate fully and consciously and i look at that being a co-worker with god yes as opposed to being deceived Obstinate. and thinking you are and being a co-worker with something less Mm-hmm. I agree completely. And to go back to your, I call it, well, the, the Catholic church would call that sacrificial suffering. What mm. you did was sacrificial suffering and you grew in that and learned from that. And I think that's a beautiful thing that, that you were able to experience and realize that this was, you know, divinely inspired for you and yeah. to be able to bring so much. It happened for me, not yeah. to me, even though yes. I was saying, yes. God, please, really, why, why, why are you letting this happen? Because yeah. I love you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God so. loves me and you enough to allow you to suffer, to learn the things you need to learn, to come back to him. And That's, give yeah. you the power to heal. Yes, right? exactly. Exactly. So, so, so that changing or whatever we had, that interaction at the National Health Freedom Congress, it, I mean, you were already on a charting a course mm-hmm. and, and you say something tweaked or turned a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's added more work to my place. Ooh, Thank you. Sorry. It's sorry. A, no, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. The more I can, I'm a worker.
love to work. It's yeah. fun for me. It's not a joy. And that's weird. Mm. I don't know where that, that came from somewhere. That's beautiful. Um, It's not a job. It's a joy. I'm going to write that down. Yes, please. Yes. Um, Because I'll forget. <laughs> and so Vera's project is educating healthcare workers. It's giving them the opportunity to step inside that window in a fact base. It's all cited and sourced from CDC, FDA, all the things, peer-reviewed yada 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 and it uses their information to show them what they want because they make you go through this rabbit trail of yeah. websites it's a maze it's absolutely confusing and so i was like healthcare professionals are busy they just need it handed to them and that's what i did i have a, a booklet you can download it from our website i've got some copies back there um and it it's like it's just continuing education it's written in a format that they understand it's it's easy enough for the layperson. you don't have to be a medical professional to read it so go download it read it and again um, varesproject.com varesproject.com v-a-e-r-s project.com and this could be so helpful for the for those of you in the medical profession that are awakening to this or realizing some things and say i, I need some backup i need somebody that's really gone through this to make it easier simpler for me to communicate it to understand it to really get into it uh, and if you're a layperson that's interacting with a healthcare provider that has a caring and compassionate heart, but maybe I've been Mr. Programmed wrong, uh, this is something them up to because yeah. of the, the groundedness and soundness of, of your research. And I think even those who are a little bit more skeptical, um, as we talked about, my sister's quadruple vaxxed, and I, I, I like to do the right thing. I yeah. don't want to do something that's going to be, not be used. I don't. My work is a joy. My job is a joy mm -hmm. because it's useful, because it helps people. And if I didn't do my due diligence to make sure that this was sound and factual and unbiased, yeah. then it wouldn't be used. And so my sister read it. She's a master's in social work. And mm -hmm. um, she had to tell me that it was well. Well, she didn't have to. She chose to tell me yeah. that it was well written. Really? And there were two things that she found that were a little bit biased. And I said, astute healthcare workers might be wondering where they can find this information. And that was highly offensive. Mm -hmm. um, and there was one other tiny little word tweak that I, I made yeah. because I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I want people to feel comfortable reading You're not this. trying to trigger them. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to trigger anybody. Yeah. Um, I, and that's I think my job. If they do, I'll just love them through it. So you yes. break them. I'll, I'll still help them heal. So, Good team. um, yeah, we make a great team. So, um, yeah, that's, that's that. But mm -hmm. when we had our interaction and I'm, I'm just, I'm going to get excited about this mm -hmm. because, you know, go back and archives for the full story, but you know, you made a comment that I thought was funny because it's so true. Degrees, mm -hmm. degrees. But I realized in that moment, because the more I started to think about it, I do get very defensive of my doctors um, because they have such an incredibly difficult job. But they are trapped system and we have to be able to help them. Things that I really struggled with when I was coming out of vaccinating with just childhood schedule and giving people like flu and pneumonia vaccines, realizing the potential harm that I had caused to them. It's moral injury, and this topic is mostly talked about moral injury. It's mostly talked about in Vietnam vets and war. It goes back to the Iliad. There are some other books um, that that allude to this, but it is, yeah. it's this internal battle after either doing or witnessing something that transcends your moral beliefs. And some people, some people can witness this trauma like a war. You think about frontline COVID work, social workers. There's that moral injury because you're witnessing something and you can't change it. You can't stop it. Or you had to do something like kill somebody right. in battle and that's not okay in the normal world. And that contributes to the difficulty of them, you know, coming 
integrating into society. And I see a lot of that with the frontline workers who were out treating COVID because they had this fear, am I going to kill? And and not just in healthcare, frontline workers, anybody who was out working in the public doing their thing, am I going to come home and kill my family? Yeah. You know, and how much did that contribute? And so after that, I was really focused on helping medical professionals with moral injury. And that has kind of come out over the last couple of years. But I started working with, I, you know how these things happen. God kind of works. I started talking with some embalmers. Mm. <clears throat> and they're also, a lot of them are funeral home directors. And I was talking to them and just, you know how it is. You have the conversations and they open up their heart to you and they start sharing. And these guys are suffering tremendous moral injury too. And so I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, oh my goodness. You know, when, when COVID hit, I looked at my husband, we were sitting in church. It was the last time, last time we went to mass before the world locked down. Right. And I said, the biggest issue we're going to have with this is the psychological one. And he just kind of looked at me like I was crazy, but that happens a lot. Yeah. So, um, and you know, he's probably, why are you telling me this right now? But, um, you know, it's true. We, we all, it's, this moral injury is going to transcend our entire society. It's going to transcend the world. We, the, you think about the alcohol abuse, you yeah. think about the drug abuse, the suicide. Mm -hmm. We're suffering from moral injury because in some way, shape or form, we perpetrated this on others. Did, you know, I don't think this, I don't allow myself to think this because you can't say what else could I have done? Sure. I, I did everything I could do at that time. But people, a lot of people don't understand that. You can't, like, there's always that what if. Yeah. And those who are really nasty about getting the vaccine, you can't see grandma. Or grandma, you can't see. And grandma gets injured. Moral injury is another aspect. And I knew this when we had that, you know, little moment. Mm -hmm. It contributes to that cognitive dissonance. It, you, you yeah. have this anger and this pain and this frustration, and some of it is at yourself, and then at the people that allowed you to have this, and then you've got to direct that anger and pain at somebody. And so what do they do? They take and use that pain, and they use it to hurt others, and they're gonna come after you know us, the anti-vaxxers. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to putting out um, some information, just light stuff, so that we, we can help communities. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm writing a book on, on the different aspects and stuff like that. And Is I'm there not a sure. title like Moral Injury and the COVID Agenda? Is that the title? Um, I'm just making that up. Yeah, I don't know yet. Okay. I, I tend to write things and I need to feel where my heart's at. Like sure. I have an outline and I'm, I'm working through that. But sometimes God just gives me an idea in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. and that's it. So I'm still, I'm still waiting. But it's a... I'm thinking about the mechanics of what you've said mechanical aspect i'll take that all is, the help well that is you go in and you do things you believe are right let's you know use the warfare analogy mm -hmm. you you feel like you have a righteous war you know you're threatened your country's threatened your life is threatened people are being harmed and you go in and you go into war then you come back from that war having seen horrific atrocities with which is what happens in war and then you look back and you say my gosh was it a moral just war and you have like vietnam yeah. And, and you come back with the PTSD, the guilt, the, all these things that lead to uh, drug addiction, suicide, uh, you know, all kinds of out uh, things you would never do. And so if we talk about the moral injury during the early COVID years to what we're seeing, the transitioning now, the physicians, the nurses who engaged in 
following orders. Yeah, feeling like I was doing something to help. It was righteous. It was just. And then waking up and realizing, oh, my God, I was lied to. And yet I was I fell for it. And I engaged in those activities and behaviors that actually harmed while I was thinking not doing it was harmful. And so now they have a decision on some level to make, conscious or unconscious. Do I take that within and ask for forgiveness and repent genuinely? Or do I take it and externalize it and go, I'm going to be even more angry at the people who are calling me out now? Yeah, that are bringing truth. Yeah, because they didn't know what you didn't know when you didn't know how you behave. There's some grace there. versus if you then just entrench and go, well, now I'm more angry at the world and everybody and God and everybody for allowing this to happen, making me, you know, I'm I'm gonna gonna claim the victim in that sense. And maybe you could say I was victimized because I didn't know. But when you know better, I believe God asks us to do better. Amen. That's the difference and the distinction. And the question is, will you be able to move beyond that so that what you're talking about, the moral injury doesn't cause more injury to others because you're not processing it and mm-hmm. bringing the spirit in to heal yeah. the wounds, the things, the horrible atrocities that you might have engaged in. So I, I sense what you're going for is very profound and important, and I'm grateful because I don't know how many are doing it and addressing it, and that book that you're working on is going to be very important. Dell has started to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I typically, you know, it's hard to listen to everybody's stuff, sure. and everybody has such great information, so a lot of times I'll listen to it on two times the speed. Yeah, I hear that, yeah. And, like, sound like a mouse or something. My, my yeah. husband, he hates it because it yeah. drives him crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, how can you hear that? So he'll listen to it at one and a half times the speed, but um he's been talking about it and alluding to it and i think people are feeling it i think it's mm-hmm. coming like it, it people will be able to accept this because they'll be able to identify it really rapidly within themselves mm-hmm. and so you know my message to everybody would be to love each other to show compassion um if you're struggling don't struggle alone um this this family we have here this this movement. Yeah. It's a family. It's not a movement. We had a beautiful day yesterday and everybody was just really relaxed and you could just see everybody's hearts. And I am so rejuvenated mm-hmm. and ready to go like take on the world. We're yeah. going to fix this. And so come join us. We're not going to be hateful. We have some people here who are injured um, and they're really struggling with this and the way that they've been treated by society. And they're coming in here and they're seeing they're seeing who we are and what we are, and we don't judge them for what they did in the past. Some of them are nurses, and that's who I've primarily connected with. Right. Um, but it's been amazing to watch them shift and understand that we're not going to be hateful of you. Like, just come and say, hey, I realize what I did was wrong, and I want to learn, and I want to know better, and I want to do better, and I want to grow as a person. And that's where the magic happens. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's where the spirit fills the void and Uh, the places of uh, uh, great distress and, well, the anger and hatred that manifests that can be healed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a journey and not everybody gets there as fast. Not everybody gets there the same way. And we have to have compassion because my journey is my journey. Your journey Mm -hmm. is your journey. But we're on, you know, a journey as well together. And it's a fascinating dichotomy or something, some word I'm not sure what to use that we all have our individual journey, yet we're also journeying together. I was joking and said it's kind of like parallel play, mm. like little kids um, do parallel play. They're they're kind of playing together and that's that's as far as they can do 
psychologically that's where they're at in their development and they they do parallel play and so i'm playing over here and you're playing over here we're still together and we're still kind of interacting but it's yeah. a different level and so it's fun ashley grog is so nice to see you again it's wonderful and to see and you. and i see the strength that you have gained since we last met uh, it's not that the emotions aren't still there. I know yeah. they're there. Oh yeah. But the experience and, and seeing through and the practice with the you know kind of a new state of consciousness because you you shift and you see things differently. You're still you, but you're more of you. Yeah. It's you're the, more connected. It's the excitement, and mm. this that's another thing. I think mm. that's really beautiful because the excitement of knowing that I can make change. Like it's so fun. The more you get of that, the more you want to yeah. do. And my my job is. It's not a job, it's a joy. joy. So you got it. Not a job, it's a joy. Thank we need you. a t-shirt that says we that. Do. That's a great one. I, I got a t-shirt. This one's kind of in your face because I'm a little it. bit of that. But if you read this one, uh masks do work uh as a manipulation tool, as a control tactic, as a dehuman strategy, as a division. Uh, what does that say? Division. I can't see um, it. division scheme yeah as an illusion of safety as an illusion of safety and you know this is some people would read this and be triggered and that's like not my intent at the same time to plant a seed of thought is not wrong it's not evil it's not even mean even though it's perceived that way uh, but sending out these messages i try to find the humor in everything even when it's yep. difficult uh, <laughs> so it's not that you're never going to run into confrontation talk about the folks that are still wounded the moral injury there emotion is not bad mm -hmm. emotion is a sign of healing yeah we're we not trying to, to suppress remember it that and and use that mm -hmm. yeah this is the thing about emotions for you guys out there <laughs> it, it can be pent up and then it's released as rage and can be quite violent and dangerous uh but there's a process that we we tend to have to learn more it, to allow it to before it becomes the mm -hmm. volcano in a sense and yet there's a lot of people that are so angry and i've been angry about what's happened and it's just it's part yeah. of it it's allow yourself to have the catharsis for me this show to be able to do these things and interview and talk is cathartic and it, it dissipates the intense emotions not by suppression but by oh i can get beyond that phase and see things more clearly for what they are why they happen and understanding that you get again on the other side become excited about the journey again mm -hmm. yeah it's more growth it's more healing it's mm -hmm. i can help more people the yeah. the more the more pain i endure and that's something you know I, i've had a lot of things a lot of death in my family and you know it's difficult yeah but when you process through those things and you are truly able to grow from them people mm -hmm. my friends she, she's a psychologist actually she asked me ashley how do you do it mm. Mike, what choice do I have? You keep moving and you hope for the best and you work through the things that you can. And I used to get really angry and my husband has calmed me down dramatically. <laughs> that man is Good a saint. Good husband. Good husband. That's but, great. But um, yeah, you have to you have to lean in. Did you say that earlier? Lean no, in. but I feel no. it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In. And the, the point here is moving forward, finding the excitement, the joy, and the fact that you were made for this and you are here for such a time as this and begin to wear it and recognize it and walk forward with the presence of God and spirit, because you can't do it alone. Even if you don't have somebody to lean on, you know, in the human physical form, there are times when we are alone in that sense, but we're never alone in terms of the spiritual sense of our creator connected to us, loving us, supporting us. And 
uh, that's really where I talk about the disconnect because as a healer, I recognize my job primary and joy is to reconnect people to the source of their healing identity. Yep. yep. That's yeah. right. So for me, that's the most fun part when I see people light up because they're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's it. I forgot. You know, you know it, yeah. but you forget. And, and, and life, you know, but it's all designed, I believe to strengthen us in that relationship. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the time that we get to spend together. And that again, with this community, this is what we get. We get to love each other and support each other and encourage each other. And I really encourage people to lean into that, to reach out to this community because you will find the best friends you will make. Yeah. yeah. You, you find your tribe, your family, and it may not be blood related as we've seen a lot of division in families and it's sad, but uh, the choices are theirs as they are ours, mine and yours. That's the, one of the most Beautiful gifts besides life itself from God is choice, agency. And uh, it's allowed me to screw up but learn from those things. Mm -hmm. And the infinite patience that God has for our screw-ups is amazing. If we would only be forgiving of ourselves as much as God is to us. So, uh, Ashley Grog, thank you. It's good to see you. It's great. Wonderful, wonderful reunion as we have here from time to time. More surprise guests here on the Robert Scott Bell Show after this, where I am simply here to remind you that the power to heal is yours. It's not me giving it to you. It's, not, it's just a reminder. It's a reminder for me, just as it is for all of y'all. So thank you, Ashley. Yep. Y'all yep. check out VaresProject.com, and we have that linked up at robertscottbell.com as well. Thank you so much. All right, welcome back. The Robert Scott Bell Show continues now from our special event in Orlando as uh, we talk nutrition and superfoods. They're sometimes called... They have unique properties, and uh, particularly in the algae realm, it's not like we've never done su- uh, the subject before. But whether it be for nutrition for all biological metabolic cellular processes or whether it be a directed activity towards detoxification, there are ways to use algae that are very appropriate, medicinal, nutritional, supportive. And I've got someone that's doing amazing work. Our buddy Kevin Tuttle connected us, Catherine Arnston, uh, algae wellness expert. And we're going to learn about these, uh, I guess you can call them bits. Yes. They're very cute algae tablets that I've been trying this weekend. <laughs> In fact, I have these tins. Uh, you can hear I'm going to shake them up right now. Uh, spirulina tablets called energy uh, bits and chlorella tablets, recovery bits. But we're going to talk about how you can access them, get a special deal as well. But Catherine, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you. I'm so excited. I- I feel like I'm in a helicopter with all this jazzy equipment. <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying to do it professionally while we're here uh, communicating our passion. And I know you're very passionate when I, I met you at your booth and you just beamed like, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you all of this stuff. This is what, I'm oozing algae. And it's, it, yeah, and it's not <laughs> just enthusiasm. It, it, it's who you are now. It's what you love to do. And I could see that. And I love the subject. In fact, we utilize. Uh, this my my wife when she was pregnant both times craved spirulina. Wow! Throughout I, lo- I love her already. <laughs> she was just like, oh, give me more spirulina. Uh, and so, but having clean sources, uh, having sources that are easy to access and utilize, I think you've taken that up a notch, and yeah. we're going to talk about that. But give us a little bit about your backstory, how you uh, these algaes and integrated them for your health and healing, and and then we'll talk about the business and and what people can access. Yeah. Well, you have to think, how does somebody get into algae it's a very specific area mm-hmm. i call myself the algae gal mm-hmm. and um i'm actually canadian and i uh, but i've lived in boston massachusetts for over 30 years and 13 years ago and I, so i had a corporate career with my mba mm-hmm. 
And 13 years ago, my younger sister, who I'm very close to, and she lives in Canada, she developed breast cancer. Mm. Now, first of all, I want everyone to know she's fine. She's cancer free. But when she was preparing for her chemotherapy, her oncologist, which is a cancer specialist, told her she needed to change her diet to an alkaline diet. Mm. Now, they didn't tell her what that was or why <laughs> it was good for her yet. Right? Out, but, right. <laughs> and she's not very sa- internet savvy. And of course, this was 13 years ago. So, but I'm very internet savvy and I love research. So, I, And I love my sister. So I said, I don't know what this alkaline is, but I will find out. And I did. Basically, a plant-based um, diet because of the chlorophyll and the phytonutrients that have been proven to build your immune system. So I did a lot of research. I gave her lots of tips. She changed her diet. She went through chemo. She completely healed. And we celebrate every year her being cancer-free. But in the process of helping her, I started learning about this plant-based, which was 13 years ago. Nobody was talking about it. And I read the science and I thought, this is powerful. Somebody needs to tell the world. So I'm just very passionate, as you're finding out. And I like to make things happen. So Mm -hmm. I gave up my 25-year corporate career I thought, well, I know nothing about nutrition. I need some kind of certification. So I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, mm-hmm. got a health coaching certificate. And then I created my own curriculum and I taught plant-based nutrition for a year at hospitals, corporations, basically anybody who would let me in. I yeah. gave them for free. Nice. And this but you, is you didn't have this when no, you were no, doing that. No, just, I was just teaching them about yeah. you know, pro, you know, plants and mm-hmm. vegetables and why they were important and all that sort of good stuff. But this is what led me to algae because what I learned was everybody knows they should eat more vegetables, but they're heavy to carry home from the grocery store. They take a long time to clean, to cook, to eat. There's endless arguments at the dinner table with children, husbands. Um, you throw them out a lot because they don't get eaten. They spoil quickly. So there were endless reasons and roadblocks for people to eat more vegetables. So I thought, okay, I have to find a way to get the green nutrition of vegetables into them in a way that's effortless. I had no idea what I would find. I just went back. The thing I had found for my sister, lifted the hood, did a deeper dive. Mm -hmm. Nothing was working until I got to algae. And that's when the miracle happened. First of all, algae is the most alkaline food in the world. Box checked. It is the most nutrient-dense food in the world. That's not my opinion. That's a quote from NASA that says one gram of algae has the same nutrition as a thousand grams of fruits or vegetables, one to a thousand, mm-hmm. and I, I explain. That's what, that's what we call efficiency in uh, as a carrier agent for the things that sustain metabolic cellular function. Exactly. And how to do it more efficiently. And we know that generally the entire food supply has been diminished yeah. greatly yeah. in terms of its mineral content, its nutrient punch, so to speak. So finding something that is nutrient dense. That's often how people are referring to things as super foods. Super foods. Yeah. Well, I call algae a super duper food. Super duper food. <laughs> I like that. So yeah. alkaline, nutrient dense, endorsed by international agencies like NASA and the United Nations. Uh, they've endorsed it for 50 years as the answer to world hunger because, drum roll, it has the highest protein in the world. Three times the amount of protein as steak. There is nothing in the world with more protein than spirulina it's algae. And dense, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. also the most studied food in the world. There's almost a hundred thousand studies that document the efficacy and health benefits. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about a few of them today. So this isn't just a couple of studies. A hundred thousand is a big number. Sure. But the problem is scientists like to talk to other scientists, and so all this science hasn't made its way out into the public. Uh, I'm pretty much the first person to do that. Um, But on top of that, it's also been used for 75 years on a daily basis in Asia. 
the Japanese do not leave their house without taking chlorella algae, and we'll explain why in a minute. So here you have something that's safe, documented. By the way, I mentioned it's uh, 100,000 studies documenting it as a food. It is a food. Algae, right. yeah. they come in tablets, is not a supplement. Catherine, what concerns should we have about um, how it's grown, where it's grown? Oh, a lot right? of concerns. I was because uh, that. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to show you is uh, mm -hmm. uh, some of our farms. Mm -hmm. We grow ours in Taiwan. This is a spirulina farm over here, sorry. Yeah. And this is a chlorella farm. So, uh, for, so number one, algae is food. It's a food Hello. crop. Yep. Yeah. And... Um, it's not from the ocean. Yes, there is algae in the ocean, but this is grown hydroponically, like lettuce, tomatoes. So number one, you're eating food. Number one, two, it's not from the ocean. Okay. Um, so, but you want to so you have control over uh, any potential contamination. Yes. Right. We we talk about the seawater, which would be lovely if it was all clean and pure. But <laughs> yeah, there's so much industrial that. waste. There's a lot of excess mercury, heavy metals that you don't want, and that would be my concern in terms of anything that you would harvest from any area of the planet. So yeah. how do you navigate that and uh, validate that it doesn't have anything yeah. that would be excessive and, and problematic? Well, most algae actually is grown in China, and there's very few controls there. Right. And that's why I, we, I selected Taiwan for growing our algae, which is a, it's a very large crop there. It's almost as big as the beef industry is here. It's, it's enormous. So there, there's very high control. Uh, we grow ours in triple filtered. So number wow. one, that's nice. very, you know very clean um, because algae will absorb whatever's in the water. Sure. So you definitely don't want the water to be contaminated. That um, And number two, we do not use high heat to dry our algae. Almost all other companies do. You could da damage the proteins. The proteins, yeah. the enzymes, and there's a very important one. It's a long one called superoxide dismutase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a mouthful, but it's critical to protecting your mitochondria yes. from free radical damage. All the other algae companies, when they use high heat to dry it, they yeah. kill that enzyme. Ours is alive and well. So nice. A, clean water, triple filtered, no heat. And then we do not use binders. We just press them into these. Let's, I'm going to show you. This is um, this one's uh, yeah, spirulina, mm -hmm. which is a darker, uh, uh, darker algae. Mm -hmm. And this one's chlorella. And then we import them in bulk, so they're, they're not irradiated like if they were, if they were already prepackaged. And then we... we um, Package them all in America. Uh, we have a, in large bags like this. There's a thousand tablets in that. Energy bits. I and, love it. Energy. We call them bits because they're bits of food. They're yeah. bits of nutrition. So right. again, here's that process. We grow it in, in fresh water, mm -hmm. press it into a powder, and then uh, dry it into a powder without heat, and then press them into tablets. Nice. Now, we talked about how nutrient-dense they were. This will really flip you out. I used that calculation mm -hmm. to show one tablet has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. This is the answer, ladies One and gentlemen. little tablet. For If you're worried about your nutrition, your children's nutrition, by the way, pets love this too, mm -hmm. this is the most efficient and fast way to get the nutrition that you need for your day, for your life, um, and it's effortless. If you can swallow water, boom, you get the nutrition that you need. This is what the world needs. This is the future of fast food, <laughs> except it's unprocessed and it's natural. It's There's not nothing synthetic, in it. High chlorophyll content I'm reading, high beta carotene, a lot of beta carotene that they add is synthetic. This is naturally occurring exactly and uh, appropriate for your body that's beautiful so it's so yeah. concentrated as i showed you that bag one bag of our algae tablets has the same nutrition as 551 pounds of vegetables 
Wow. 500 pounds of vegetables. That's crazy. And, um, uh, you know, though these are vegetables at 551 pounds, you didn't have to carry home from the grocery store. <laughs> uh, cook, clean, yeah. eat, maybe get gas, throw them out, argue with your kids. You know, this solves so much um, issue with nutrition. And again, it's food. And we sell ours on our website, energybits.com, or through doctors, yeah. functional medicine. We're going to tell people how to get this, uh, of course, with a special discount as well so yes. stand by for stand that. i'm by. very excited yeah. to introduce this to yeah. the robert scatbell show family here i'm very excited yeah. about this because yeah. we're all about food yeah exactly yeah. well yeah. you don't get anything more concentrated with nutrition mm -hmm. and because the tablets are so easy to take you can chew them most people swallow them but you i chew mine they taste delicious with pistachio I, yeah i had that last night yeah, yeah. it was that, so good it's like your appetizers just, <laughs> they're great thank you yeah. So, um, but they are quite different. Spirulina and chlorella behave completely differently in the body, and they are different. And I can walk you through some of the differences yeah. if, if if you'd like to. Yeah, um, I would like to. Um, again, these are all uh, nutrient dense substances. If we talk about con conglomerations of things, how it's grown matters. We talked about the purity uh, and also their unique properties. They're they're not the same thing. Again, spirulina, chlorella. So we might choose to use them. Um, I would say medicinally, I know nutritionally, but for specific reasons, specific exactly. purposes. And I want to make that distinction or have you yeah, make that distinction. Ab absolutely. Us. Well, and I'll back up a little bit to let people know. First, algae was the first life on Earth. Before algae, Earth was just gas and water. Um, the first form was something called a cyanobacteria. And by the way, spirulina is a cyanobacteria. So um, so there's something special about the first life on Earth, wh whether it was God-given, nature, spiritual, the universe, something special. And that was four billion years ago, and it's still here. It's just been waiting to be discovered, like a you know a, a, an old uh, superstar that you know, needed a makeover. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of going back to, to such basics. We talk about restoring DNA integrity because there's been a lot of damage to DNA Correct. due to uh, toxins, uh, excessive radiation, of, of course, um, even the synthetic mRNA that is being injected. There's a lot of DNA damage occurring, and uh, I'm thinking food could be our answer to repair it. Absolutely. The yeah. right the right food. You yeah. got it. So um, uh, so the fact that algae was first life on Earth, and algae is everywhere. Uh, and there are two main types. There's macroalgae and microalgae. We're going to be talking mostly today about microalgae, but let me tell Tell you what, Max, it's that big stringy stuff that washes up on shore, also known as seaweed, kelp, dulse. Now, it's important because it has lots of hot fiber, but virtually no nutrition. It has also iodine because it comes from the sea. So, And it's only in the sea. That's why it's called sure. seaweed. There's a lot of trace <laughs> elements associated with seaweed or sea yes. vegetation. Yes. So it's not uh, a zero benefit if you're getting from clean sources. Yes. But in terms of uh, condensed nutrition, nutrition yes. dense power pack. It's, right? It doesn't have that, that but it does yeah. have the fiber. We're talking about microalgae, which is called microalgae because it's microscopic in size. Just to give you that, you can get a million cells on the head of a pin. This is why it translates wow. into that concentrated nutrition of one, al one gram of algae equals 1,000 grams of fruits and vegetables. Now, microalgae is everywhere. Remember, seaweed is only in the sea. Yeah. Microalgae is in the sea, the lakes, streams, the soil, your aquarium, your swimming. Um, so it's everywhere. And there are tens of thousands of strains. There's blue, green, green, red. When we talk about spirulina and chlorella, 
they are the spirulina is one strain of blue-green algae, and it is the strain that is harvested as a food crop in fresh water. So if you read about a blue-green algae bloom closing your favorite beach, yeah. we're not talking about spirulina. That's just another strain of blue-green algae. And by the way, poor algae gets the bum rap because algae only shows up when there are toxins mm -hmm. because algae is the cleanup crew. It's environmental remediator. It kills yeah. bacteria. So you may not have seen the toxins that were already there. Mm -hmm. You only see the algae bloom, but the algae only showed up because the toxins were there. Right. And it does the same thing in your body. It is the cleanup crew for your body. And we'll get into that in a bit, in a bit Beautiful. more. So when we're talking about spirulina, not the stuff that's in the ocean, even though uh, uh, um, uh, seaweeds there or mm -hmm. algae's there. And spirulina is known for having the highest concentration of protein. It has 64% protein. And it's um, and, and spirulina is also known for generating energy, which is why we called ours energy, energy bits. bits yes. <laughs> we thought that was a lot easier to remember than spirulina. Mm -hmm. And it energizes your brain, mm -hmm. your body, your mitochondria, and it satisfies hunger. Now, the interesting thing um, about these tablets, as I mentioned, they're so tiny, they're about the yeah. size of baby aspirin, and they, mm -hmm. one tablet's the same um, nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. I, I ate a lot of those yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. I was fine. I, I was great. I don't even want to tell you how much I eat. But <laughs> anyways, one calorie, one calorie per tablet, zero carbs, by the way, for anyone who's listening who does intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. we've done testing. You can does, fast with this. You can fast with this and not yeah. get hangry yeah. um, because there's no carbs and it gets absorbed so instantly. We've done Beautiful. tests at keto shows. Um, so the energy bits, because of the high protein and all of the protein is already in individual aminos. Mm -hmm. Now this differs from traditional animal protein that's all bound up and can take days to get broken down into indiv individual mm -hmm. aminos. Then you have uh, collagen powder, which are in what's called clusters of aminos called peptides. Yeah. But um, um, algae is already in individual aminos. So no work for your body to get access to those aminos. Easy, yeah, and, and, and digestive impairment is is everywhere Yeah, in almost everyone. Yeah. And so making it as simple as possible to have access to the protein needed for ration, uh, you know, cut, get, breakdown you know, in the normal metabolic functions other you know, than illness, which is even worse scenarios. So looking at a source of protein that is easy to assimilate, Easy requires to digest. minimal digestion. Yeah, this is a uh, brilliant. And those of you listening on the podcast later, I'm actually holding up visual <laughs> references for you that uh, we have here. Uh, Catherine is so kind to bring. So you may want to come back and watch the the show in addition to listen to it. But we'll have links as well to get this information to you and yes. how you can get it. So exactly, um, that's great. Great visuals yeah. here and helping yeah. people understand this. So um, th this is why when we first started, we be found we. Were discovered by triathletes, marathon mm. runners, because it gave them mental energy and physical energy for their sport and did not upset their stomach like mm. all those gels and bars did because right. we don't have any, there's no chemicals, caffeine or no sugar, fillers. which upset yeah. your stomach. Right. So um, whether you're ill, whether you're healthy, this they give this to newborns in Japan if they cannot digest mother's milk. This wow. is how safe it is. And it was the only, spirulina and water is the only thing that kept them alive. And I did an analysis and found out the amino acid profile in spirulina, not just the same aminos, but the same proportions was identical mm -hmm. to mother's breast milk. Absolutely identical. Nice. And we know mother's breast milk is the perfect food. So 
um, spirulina algae is pretty much number two as far as I'm concerned. And, cons and if you consider Good. that it was given a gift to us from Mother Nature, mm -hmm. you know, I think spirulina is mother's breast milk. Yeah. You know, it's mother, mother Nature. I, this is so exciting, y'all, to have another food source that we can validate as pure and clean and supportive and simple to integrate into your daily lifestyle. And we'll talk about that as well. Now, I've, but you I, have to buy it from a clean source because yeah, well, not a, we do third-party lab tests here in the United States because mm -hmm. um, we sell through that's functional medicine. That's why you're on the show. That's right, and not somebody else. <laughs> because until I know, yeah. we're not doing it. So yeah. we know now we have a source that is very clean, and you can rely upon it. Now, uh, talking about the blood, that's a big, so, big topic right okay, now. Okay, so again, spirulina very energizing mm -hmm. because of the protein, the B vitamins that convert it to energy. Um, very healthy, healthy for your brain health because of the. Um, the superoxidismatase. So that's very, so spirulina, most people take it in the morning, you're hungry and tired and you want energy. Now let's switch over to chlorella. Okay. Um, it's a, does belong to the plant kingdom. Spirulina is a bacteria. Now the, the claim to fame of, of uh, uh, chlorella is that it has the highest chlorophyll in the world and it's a wellness algae. Mm -hmm. We call ours recovery bits because it helps you recover your health. Mm -hmm. And how does it do that? Well, chlorophyll is very cleansing, number one. And chlor chlorella has the highest chlorophyll in the world, 500 times more than arugula, mm. even 25 times more than liquid chlorophyll. Here's one of the amazing things about chlorophyll. Mm -hmm. The chemical composition of blood mm -hmm. is virtually identical to chlorophyll. Yes. The problem is our food our soils are so damaged, our food, our vegetables just do not have much chlorophyll in them anymore. My arugula goes yellow after day three. Mm -hmm. So chlorella, number one, having the highest chlorophyll, which is very cleansing, which builds your blood. When you have healthy yeah. blood, you're going to have a healthy brain, a healthy body, a healthy digestion, a healthy everything. So that's number one. We've talked about uh, building blood, how important that is. And People are focused on one mineral like iron, which is mostly not deficient and can become toxic in the absence of other minerals like exactly. copper, which is contained within this as well. Of rebuilding blood through chlorella is yeah. brilliant, simple, and now easily accessible in a clean form. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the other amazing thing about chlor chlorophyll is that it's very cleansing to the colon, um, to the um, gut, and to the liver. So again, ultimately very cleansing. Chlor chlorophyll is also a fat-based pigment. The blue pigment in spirulina is called phycocyanin, and it has other healing properties we can talk about, but it's a water-based pigment. The chlorella, um, chlorophyll, is a green, is a fat-based pigment. Why is that important? Because your cells have a membrane around them. Fats are called lipids. Anything that heals that lipid uh, membrane is good for you. Uh, D, E, omega-3, well, also chlorophyll. So it's very cleansing and healing to the cell wall. The other amazing thing about chlorophyll, why it's such a wellness algae, is that it has a hard cell wall that attaches to toxins. It pulls out, it chelates the detoxifying them. detoxifying uh, assist, let's say that, an easy one, a simple one. Yes. Yeah. So it attaches to all the heavy metals, lead, mercury, radiation, aluminum. We know there's aluminum in vaccines, um, lactic acid, alcohol, and it chelates them out of your cells, puts them into the blood, can circulate and get out through other things, sweating, um, urine, More efficient in terms of supporting excretory pathways with yes. chlorella. Yes. Yeah. You'll have a great bowel movement in the morning. <laughs>
Good stuff. Yes, this is very good. It's very good. It also has the highest concentration of glutathione in the world. Glutathione is also very cleansing. And some people do glutathione IV drips, but they burn it off in about half an hour. Yeah. So, so the good thing about... Sustained. Presence. This is more sustained, uh, so be t- uh, and also it, it actually tastes so pretty good, especially with pistachio nuts. So if you mm-hmm. eat them, they get into your bloodstream instantly, subliminally through the mouth. So between the high chlorophyll, the glutathione, the heart cell wall, it still has forty vitamins and minerals. It also has the daily requirement of K two, which moves. Um, excess calcium into your bones so it prevents osteoporosis. This is a very healing algae as opposed to spirulina, which is a energizing algae. So generally, again, spirulina in the morning, and we recommend the chlorella at night because your body goes through a detox repair cycle when you're sleeping. This is the cycle I've worked with as a homeopath with drainage principles. Working, as we know, the liver, the elimination pathways are open and more active while we're sleeping regenerating and to facilitate that in a timely manner. In other words, understanding that is brilliant. And yeah. I'm glad you acknowledge that as well. Yeah. yeah. And also, I don't know if people know that when you get into the deep sleep, your brain actually shrinks a little bit. It has its own lymphatic system. So when that's happening, if you have chlorella in there, just imagine it's like you got your cleanup crew in there scrubbing away of the aluminum, the plaques, the thing, Alzheimer's, and getting them out of your body. So while you're getting your beauty rest, you got the cleanup crew, uh, you know, nice. getting ready, getting you ready for the your next fabulous day. And you can start that day with spirulina. So you get out of bed, you're energized, have that bowel movement, and boom, you have your day end it with, with the chlorella. So Catherine, I talk about uh, DNA damage, as I mentioned earlier, mitochondrial function, yeah. production of energy within mitochondria. Uh, is there any support to mitochondrial function from either of these two oh, substances man. we're talking about? That's a le- that, you're you're making my heart sing. Because <laughs> <laughs> the benefits I've told you about rare are ones that you'll experience right away. You'll get instant energy. You'll get instant satisfaction of your hunger. You'll instantly have a better digestion, better bowel movement. But the beauty of algae, the true miracle of algae is its long-term benefits at the deeper cellular level. And I'm going to walk you through why algae is probably everybody in the world needs to be taking this, both of them, mm-hmm. um, because we're, there's so much chronic disease happening. It's so unacceptable. One in two Americans have a chronic disease. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, it all's happening because of a couple of things I'm going to tell you about you know, um, well, basically, the diseases are caused because we're missing nutrients and we have too many toxins. Mm-hmm. So, algae will help you with both of these. Let me walk you through a bit of a science lesson. Sure. Here is your cell, okay? Right. Yep. In the cell, you have the nucleus, and then you have these little peanut shaped things. These are your mitochondria, and in and, and just to let you know how powerful they are, these are these are the things that gener- take the food that you eat and convert them into ATP. ATP is the energy that your cells need for walking, talking, breathing, thinking, absolutely everything. 90% Mm -hmm. of your energy comes from mitochondria, but the problem is 90% of inflammation in your is in the mitochondria. How does, well, inside the mitochondria is where the ATP is produced. Mm -hmm. And a byproduct of ATP production, unfortunately, is free radicals. It's just the way it is. But guess what? Your mitochondria have their own DNA and they are located exactly where the ATP and the free radicals are. So your regular DNA is 
I say is in the cheap seats in their cells, nowhere near where the free radicals are, but your mitochondria DNA are front row. And, you know, if you've ever sat near a bonfire or a fireplace and you got too close mm -hmm. and sparks would fly and you might get burned, that's what's happening to mitochondria DNA every nanosecond. Your regular DNA lasts a lifetime. Mm. Your mitochondria DNA lasts an average about 10 to 30 days. But the problem is your DNA, mitochondria DNA, are like air controllers. They control everything in the cell. They control your regular DNA. They control communication on the cell walls. So when your mitochondria DNA are damaged, it's like if an air controller was sick at an airport, planes would crash. So when your mitochondria DNA are sick, mm -hmm. your health crashes. It's that simple. So your number one job is to protect your mitochondria DNA. Let's because do it. It's, let's let's yeah. do it. So I'm going to show you two ways to do that. So one, so this is what's happening. Free radicals are damaging the mitochondria. Um, because, and, they, and we're going to talk about the mitochondria later, about having the fact they have two um, inner, two membranes. Everything other cell has one. Mm -hmm. So so what's happening is one way to, to reduce your um, free radicals is to, re well, to reduce the production of free radicals. And you do that with either a keto diet uh, uh, or a low-carb diet mm -hmm. and, um, or algae yeah. or fasting. Mm -hmm. Both of those, uh, fasting or, or, um, uh, and algae, create virtually zero free radicals. So the first step is to change your diet from a sugar carb-based diet mm -hmm. because when you move away from carbs and into something that's low-carb or algae, or fasting is even better, um, you have fewer free radicals being produced. So that's good. Yes. <laughs> the next step is to remove the free radicals. Now, we all have heard of antioxidants, and what they do is they neutralize free radicals. But the problem is the mitochondria has a second inner membrane that m almost um, all antioxidants can't get into. Why? Because your regular cell membrane has things called porins. They're little channels that allow proteins and antioxidants in and out. But your mitochondria have this second inner membrane. And I'm going to tell you in a few minutes where that inner membrane came from. And it doesn't have any porins. Mm -hmm. So you could eat a room full of blueberries and not a drop of antioxidants will get in there. The only antioxidants that can get in there mm -hmm. are three that your body makes mm -hmm. uh, until you're about 20 or 30. Yeah. And they are glutathione melatonin, which you may have heard of, and one called superoxide dismutase, which is a mouthful also known as SOD. Now, the good news is your body makes those for you all your, from the moment you're born mm -hmm. until the age of 20 or 30. So as, even if you had all these free radicals, you're protected because your good old body is cleaning them up, getting rid of them, and boom, dumping them out. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, Mother Nature programmed our body so that after the age of 20 or 30, they, the production of these three antioxidants mm. drops. And How drops can we help drops. them come? Uh, I'm imagining it might to consume some of what we're talking about here <laughs> in terms of spirulina and chlorella. That, and uh, as we wrap up right. this hour of the show. Yeah. So your production of these after 30 just yeah. drops at the mm -hmm. same time you're increasing your your um all of your uh, so toxins. What I want to do is tell you now, because we got to take a break and okay. we're going to come right back and I'm, I'm holding you over because okay. this is like a, a master class in okay. whole food nutrition. Okay. And uh, Catherine Arnston, my guest here, energybits.com. You want to get this? I think you do at this point, but you want to get the special RSB show deal. E20. 
when you go to energy enter the code rsb20 on checkout you'll get 20 percent off of super nutrition and super support for detox process mitochondrial energy production you name it regeneration repair all of that so uh catherine can you stick around for another you got it got it we're going to wrap up this hour but there's all and detox discussion to go on the robert scott bell show i want to thank you all for being here thanks to ashley grog in this hour as well and thank you to katherine arnston and we've got more to talk about because the power to heal is yours All right, welcome back. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on, and the power to heal is yours. Just here to remind you that and bring you great people that are facilitating that as easy as you can do it. And I know sometimes it's very difficult. I've got energy bits and recovery bits in my hand, showing them on screen for those of you listening, watching. I'm making it so it's dizzying. But gbits.com, you will see what we're talking about in terms of the clean chlorella and the cleanest spirulina, validated third party easy to utilize in these bits and uh katherine arnston is here again originally from canada in boston yeah. doing great work and helping us bring the power to heal back where it belongs and that is this is the stuff i'm just holding it up Ooh, yeah. I'm dumping it right they're, out they're little tablets yeah. uh, um, spirulina is the darker one it's a blue green mm -hmm. algae Making it and now. chlorella is a green algae and they yeah. do amazing things for you it's a gift from god literally <laughs> right so so as we were wrapping up last hour yes. and 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 moving now into the next phase it's like we're building every bit of what you've shared with us builds on each other and it really strengthens us to move forward despite a lot of the difficulty in eating well and eating quantities of good food you now have the nutrient dense option that yes. we didn't have from a clean source that i've been looking for and we found yes because uh all you have to do is swallow these. You could chew them. I chew them, but I don't mind. I like the spirit. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, effortless nutrition, absolutely mm -hmm. effortless. And so this is what we're, you know, we our current food supply, soils, everything's so damaged. And, and yeah. anyway, it's very hard to be healthy. So we were talking about how your mitochondria and your mitochondria, your DNA control everything in your body. Mm -hmm. And so the key to health is preserving and protecting your mitochondria. And the, your body is so intuitive, it does that for you from the moment you're born, into, but until the age of 20 or 30. And it does that by creating certain enzymes or antioxidants called glutathione, melatonin, and superoxide dismutase that are naturally cr created. Because what they do is they go into the inner membrane of the mitochondria and neutralize the free radicals, turn them into water. Happy story. Yes. Happy story until 30. But after 30, your body stops making them in quantities that are protective enough. So 20, 30, 40, and guess what? This is exactly when chronic disease hits. And why is it happening? Because our mitochondria aren't being protected anymore. So we're like sitting ducks and you can't find these glutathione, melatonin, superoxidismutase in foods. And if you take supplements, they get destroyed in the digestive process. So you're thinking, well, what am I supposed to do? I have the solution for you. It's algae. 
why I have lab tests to show mm -hmm. that algae has the highest concentration of superoxide dismutase, melatonin, um, glutathione, and actually chlorophyll. These are the four antioxidants that can get into the inner membrane to stop that free radical damage. But you, uh, and so you can turn around that inflammation, that oxidative stress, that chronic disease mm -hmm. downward cycle and flatline it. But I need you to let to know, not just any algae company can do this for you. Why? Things like superoxidismutase, the antioxidant, are also an enzyme and high heat kills enzymes. All the other algae companies out there pretty much are low price, high volume. So they need to dry their algae quickly and they yeah. do that with high heat. Which damages the integrity of nutrient, uh, its profile, and again, the proteins can be denatured. Correct. And you don't get the full benefit. You don't get the enzymes. They, they, you're shooting blanks. Yeah. Now, I started the company because my sister had breast cancer, so everything we've ever done is to preserve people's health. It wasn't with a profit motive. So we've never used high heat to dry our algae. So our enzymes, like superoxidismutase, are alive and well. Nice. They're ready to help you, and they do work. That's why people use ours, then they try a cheaper version, they always come back. So the key is to know that it's not just any algae. I will say you could, an equally um, uh, effective one, a spirulina, would be um, frozen spirulina mm -hmm. because it has not been exposed to sure. heat. So either our algae or frozen um, uh, algae, uh, unfortunately, frozen algae expires quickly. It's yeah. messy. It's hard to get. It's expensive. So um, our little tablets are a lot safer and easier to use use than frozen algae, but it is another option for you. Now, I'm going to tell you why there is a second membrane mm -hmm. in that mitochondria, which is preventing regular antioxidants from C or E or D or, or um, anything from getting in there. So at the very beginning, I mentioned that algae was the first life on earth, and it was a cyanobacteria. Um, before that happened, um, earth was just gas and water, no oxygen, no life. Now it was a, um, a so it was an anaerobic cell that started growing, which means it, it does best without oxygen. But it, and so after a billion years of generating ATP and releasing oxygen, there was a lot of oxygen on Earth. Mm -hmm. So now larger aerobic cells could start growing, but they didn't generate ATP as well. And meanwhile, the smaller anaerobic cell was struggling. So I can imagine the conversation going like this. The big cell says to the little cell, hey, little guy, I see you're struggling over there. How about you come and join us? We'll protect you from all the oxygen and you can generate ATP for us. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. So that cyanobacteria like spirulina mm -hmm. got in by itself, got engulfed by the bigger cell, but was not digested, it collected. And that's why bacteria became mitochondria. Cyano, I'm gonna say that again, the original bacteria that started on Earth became your mitochondria. It's all documented Very cool. in evolutionary science. It's called endosymbiotic theory. This is why everything that's in the algae can get your um, mitochondria because they came from their family. Mm -hmm. And this is why there's a second membrane. That inner membrane is re remains from the original days when it was out by itself as a single cell. So deteriorate, it just got engulfed second the second fat lipid membrane. Nice. So it's pretty amazing to me 
um, when I discovered this, and it'd been, it's been around for 40 years. The sci- like, I didn't discover it. This, and I'm so grateful to the thousands of, hundreds of thousands of scientists that do research that has made it available to me to go into. You could too. I call myself a citizen scientist. Um, so it's available, but it takes time. I spent 13 years doing this, but I assure you, everything I've just told you is documented in the NIH library or libraries around the world. And when I found out that she became mitochondria, yeah. I felt like I'd won the Nobel Prize. So, um, but it explained everything to me. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that our body stops making those three yeah. antioxidants that protect them. So, and they're all in the algae. So, so A, you get and brain uh, focus movement um, satisfy your hunger from the spirulina and you get instant um, uh, removal of toxins and improved your health with the chlorella. But long term, you're protecting your mitochondria so you can turn around any disease that you're currently experiencing. Good news, your cells are constantly themselves. Um, There's a book that just came out um, that I'm very happy about called Brain Energy. Mm -hmm. This is written by Christopher Palmer. He's at the Harvard uh, Medical School, School of Psychiatry. And the book just came out a couple of months ago. And it's all about how all brain issues, Alzheimer's, anxiety, PST, autism, are a mitochondrial disease. So we need, because here's the thing, you have the highest concentration of mitochondria in your brain. You have 2 million mitochondria per cell in your brain. So when your mitochondria are being damaged, the first thing that goes is is the brain function. So um, because the algae, particularly energy bits with the superoxide dismutase protects your brain, protects the mitochondria from damage, this affects your brain. We're about to do, we're starting a, um, a clinical trial actually in a couple of days with a patient called uh, GREAT. They work with veterans to prevent suicide. The wow. veteran rates, yeah. uh, suicide is 35%. And uh, what we're doing, we're doing brain scans before they start the clinical trial mm-hmm. and we're giving them a little mini pouch of spirulina to take every day. There's 30 tablets. That's it. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Taking these 30 tablets every day, and then we're going to scan so their brain. Are like, these are like travel, easy to travel with. Correct. Here. Yeah. Correct. And you can get them on our website, too. Yeah. But I know after 30 days, we're going to see reduced inflammation in mm-hmm. the brain. And, and because I, this is what... Energybits.com, y'all. Energybits.com. Use the code RSB20 to get 20%. Off. We'll talk various configurations you can get as well done today. But yeah. uh, Catherine, you're beyond a wealth of yeah. vital nutrition yes. information. Well, I'm determined to get this out to the world. This mm-hmm. is definitely a passion project. Um, and But we needed, you know, and we've got some really great scientists. You I know got Chris. more stuff here? But, I'm but I, at... that's, that's pretty much, you know, it. So, no, there's but, more. I see. Well, we well, haven't used you know, these. Well, you know, just, this one is about the melatonin. I didn't bring everything over. It's I, okay. No, I, I, I'm loving I, it. Well, I gave two talks here at this show. Mm. Um, I gave one to the functional medicine um, track and yeah. then one to the public track. And, yeah people really seem to really enjoy it. So I, I just, I'm, I'm an educator and I'm just trying to, I feel so blessed that I've been able to, but I'm a science geek, who knew? Um, I just want to help people understand it. And I will give you one little metaphor sure. that will really help you understand mitochondria health. So when you're born, it's like when a building is first built mm-hmm. and everything is clean and shiny and everything works. So think of your body as this brand new building. And inside the building, 
there are offices where different people do different things. And so you're in your the equivalent in your body are your cells. And just like business, certain businesses have take more floors in the building, some of your cells are in big clusters like your liver or your brain. But the thing that really keeps the bills and the offices working are the lights. You can't do any bit work without any lights. The mitochondria are the lights. The lights keep the, your office and your cells working. But the problem is, as your building gets older and your maintenance people like glutathione, melatonin, superoxidases start leaving, the lights start going out and there's nobody there to replace them. So slowly as you age, slowly as your lights go out, there's less work going on in the office, your cells, mm -hmm. and it deteriorates until you get to a point of chronic disease. Mm -hmm. Algae turns the lights back on. Nice. We turn the lights back on. Turn the lights back on. And suddenly your building is working again. Your body is working again. And so everything's as it should be. So it just helps people understand. You know, I like came up with this to help people understand the sort of the nuances. Yeah. And you can restore a building. You can restore your body. Just give it time. Give it what it needs. Take out what it doesn't need. Give it, give it energy bits. <laughs> give it energy yeah. <laughs> algae in you get the chlorella get the uh, spirulina in you energybits.com links are in the show notes at robertscabell.com we'll have an ongoing discount program for you using the code rsb20 you get 20 percent off and yeah. i'm thankful for you providing that i always yes. like to make sure that the rsb show family has access to it and at the uh, the most economical way to do it as I said, the, these tins will come with most the, of these? The, well, or, the canisters. We have these large canisters okay. that come with a tin and a okay. bag inside. And the canisters are great because it makes it easy to shake out. But um, and then the you also the, have the, the large bags. The bags here as and, well. And we and it also comes in boxes of the little single pouches that are really terrific to travel right. with. Now, you, you can, like, somebody is maybe gravitating toward spirulina or, or chlorella if they want to try one or the other they can do that as well right yeah, they're separate products they're absolutely separate yeah. and you know we have i didn't bring a big bag over with me yeah. but we have a big bag of chlorella as well uh, and yeah. we have a blend called vitality bits which is a blend of the two algae but i generally encourage people to take buy them separately yeah because in the morning that's when you're hungry that's when you want energy that's when you want mental capability for either Clarity, working out or that. work yeah and at nighttime that's when you're going into a detox repair cycle and the chlorella is the best answer for, for that. Um, but if you want simplicity, we have this blend called Vitality Bits, which is 50-50. By the way, they're absolutely safe for children, newborns, uh, teenagers, parents, grandparents, pets. Pets oh, love yeah. them. You they love them. some super nutrition and <clears throat> energy production? Yeah. yeah. These are great for all species, I think. I exactly. Don't know the, use this. the equine community has been using spirulina and chlorella for 50 years. And I'll tell you a funny story about an, mm -hmm. uh, animals. <clears throat> a colleague, uh, well, a customer actually went, went hiking and um, they are, uh, went, and one night the, a bear broke into their camp. Mm -hmm. And so everybody scattered and they came back a couple hours later. Yeah. When they came back, the baggies of the supplements that they'd had in their knapsack had been ripped open, but they were all there. The bag of energy bits had been ripped open and, and licked clean. Yeah, eaten all of it. The, the bear knew. <laughs> so even the bear know right. what's good for them, right? Mm -hmm. You can't fool animals. Um, and children love them. They chew them. They they, they think it's funny because their tongues turn green. Yeah. Moms, never worry about your children's nutrition again. Just give them one or half a tablet per the age so they're 
two a day. If they're 10, give them five a day. Great for sports. Um, we work with autism, uh, autistic organizations. Fantastic for autism. One of the things they found that autistic children are missing is glutathione. Yeah. So the chlorella, which is the recovery bits, has the highest glutathione in the world. And all spirulina has the highest protein, which helps their blood sugar because of the high protein. So really terrific for my um, new road food too, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Keeping, it, keeping yeah. it going while I'm traveling. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just grateful to Catherine Arnston and Energy Bits for being on board here with us at the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's a really new, wonderful addition in the calendar year 2023 to take your health to the next level and to help uh, your loved ones, your friends, your family members, get them plugged in. And we'll bring that power to, well, eat well yeah. and heal because yeah. this is the stuff that brings it to your body. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a gift. Um, it just needed to be explained. It's Thank been, you for uh, doing that. yeah, 99% it, it, of algae is grown in Asia, 99% of it's consumed there. Nobody's really explained what it is. And I tell people, algae isn't new, it's just new to you. Yeah. Um, just like kiwa or chia or yeah. matcha or collagen, um, these are things that have been used in countries for and so is algae the aztecs used it the egyptians used it it just took somebody to explain what it was to america or anybody outside of asia and that's what we're doing and making sure that it's a quality product clean mm -hmm. toxic tested for everything um, yeah, this is catherine thank you thank catherine you so much catherine <laughs> Thank you for being here on the Robert Scott Bell Show at this very special event in Orlando. And I'm blessed to be able to bring this to you. You guys share the archives of this show and watch the show if you're listening on the podcast because there's a lot of visual support that you can see. Or if you go to energybits.com, a lot of that information will be there. But remember the code to get the 20% off, RSB20. RSB20, enter that. You know how to do it. Thank you so much, Catherine, for Thank being you, here. Robert. God bless you. <laughs> God bless Appreciate you. It. All right. We'll be back with more. Powerful healing on the Robert Scott Bell Show after this. All right. We continue now from Orlando where the healing keeps on happening. And uh, we've got a, a special guest joining me in just a moment. Those of you watching can see him already. I'm not going to introduce him yet because I do have a few announcements to make. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do that yet. And uh, uh, some thank yous as well. Uh, here at the Orlando event hosted by uh, Terry and Stu Warner, we've had uh, the Nutritional Frontiers crew, uh, Jamie uh, Dorley and Joe Messino joining us over the weekend. Uh, of course, we've had our Cardio Miracle family here, John Hewlett and others. We've had uh, Seth Quinto and the team from Natural Immunogenics with the Sovereign Silver, the Sovereign Copper, and the Argentin 23. And uh, just some amazing, amazing friends and, and new friends and family that we make here by going out uh, into the world and uh, meeting with you. And uh, I think it's important, again, to come together when you have an opportunity. Uh, don't take those opportunities lightly. And uh, if you need to pray on it and ask God, do I need to be somewhere? Do so. Uh, because sometimes we're reluctant because we're afraid. And uh, God didn't give us the spirit of fear. That's, that's right. something that's coming from elsewhere. And we're going to hear from a guest who knows that all so well. Uh, let's see. What else we want to say? Thank you to my friend, Babri, who's originally from uh Tbilisi in Georgia, not the Georgia I grew up with, in, and uh, he's brought to us uh, via Israel as well this Chernobyl-level antioxidant called Folium PX, F-O-L-I-U-M-P-X.com, and uh, the great news is my mom has been on it now for a number of weeks, and she's uh, seen at 88, almost 89 years of age, uh, more energy, more sleep, and she went out on the dance floor for the first time in a long while and danced. 
So I'm grateful to Babry. And if you haven't checked out Folium PX, please do, do so. Folium PX. And there's a RSB 10 code to get 10% off on that. As well as Trinity School of Natural Health has the upcoming uh, Trinity Health Freedom Expo, Expo, 18th and 19th of February, just before we're going to get together in Atlanta, 22nd through 25th for the uh, the Lake Lanier Islands is hosting us, uh, Tia Severino and the Next Steps Conference, next-steps.info, RSB10 to get 10% off your tickets as well. But as we're together today talking about health and healing, uh, I'll often... Um, bring in, well, the spiritual aspects of healing. As I talk about healing from a physical level, an emotional level, a mental level, we'll even talk economic and political healing. But for me, one of the most exciting things to talk about is the spiritual reality of healing. I have been introduced to a new book I have here called The Biblical Booster. I'm going to hold it up for those of you watching and uh, boosting the immunity of our global community. And this is by Shalom Flemons. Did I say that right? That's right. Shalom, we met. Uh, yesterday, and and here we are today on the air for a, a, at least a brief introduction and interview, because Shalom, I've had, uh, let's say, uh, I've taken issue with uh, most of the world's religion and the religious leaders because they all seem to have abandoned the immune system, the natural immune system, the food that sustains it. And you know, you go to a, a church and you you hope for a spiritual upliftment, and then they feed you GMO, hydrogenated oil chicken fried in coffee and donuts exactly let me make this as good yeah okay. so so you know what i'm saying it's it's a lack of of understanding what i call the gift of life which includes this temple this body right. that we have been given to live in while we are here that's right why did the church why did they abandon it? i mean there are biblical principles on health and healing that tell us about eating food and where, right. where did it Genesis go? Genesis 129 says, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, every fruit tree bearing mm -hmm. fruit to you. It shall be for meat. Now that meat means food. Mm -hmm. And so basically, if people would just look at the original plan that God gave, mm -hmm. um, we call it a free lifestyle. Uh, no diet was plant-based. And uh, so we promote a plant-based whole food, plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. um, I do a, a little demonstration called the whiter the bread, the sooner you're dead. And <laughs> uh, people can do this at home. If you can take a slice of whole grain bread and just put it in water, which would simulate putting it in your mouth and then mm -hmm. take your hands and chew it up, that would simulate. And by the way, it's on a QR code. People can watch the video in the book, um, the biblical booster. But um, Basically, when you take the whole wheat bread and you just imagine that it's passing through 30 feet of your digestive tract and you mm -hmm. open up your hand, it'll fall right out. Your hand will be clean, symbolizing your colon will be clean. Do the same mm -hmm. thing with white bread and it will be all gooey and sticky. And, and when you open up your hand, it's going to stick to your right. hand, yeah. showing that, you know, all these refined foods, they're uh, toxic, um, keeping toxins in our body and so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. um, just you know, common sense, you know, that God gave us. And if we can get back to that kind of eating, we'd be much better off. So I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing the book briefly here and I'll, okay. and I'll, I'll read it more later. Um, you have like, is this, is this your wife? That's my lovely wife. So I, right. I see pictures. So it's very personal, this book yes. that you've done the biblical booster. And there's even, as you said, QR codes throughout. So if right. you want to see videos or other, right. other evidence for what you're saying, it's kind of interactive in that way. Yes. It's like a, a pop-up book with video, but you can access it there. And yeah. you, you are not afraid to address the topical ailments and illnesses like COVID That's in, this, in this book. That's great. Basically, um, we were um, inspired because 
when we're inspired by God. But if you read the back cover at this present time, mm -hmm. it basically says that we were told three important things when the uh, when COVID came out. We were mm -hmm. told that if we're healthy, healthy, mm -hmm. we would not die. And, and Fauci said these things. Yeah. If we're healthy, we would not die, get very ill or be hospitalized. Then when the vaccines rolled around, they just repeated the same things, but they required vaccination. And they said, if you're vaccinated, you won't die, get very ill or be hospitalized. So mm -hmm. our position is the vaccine was designed to help us masquerade as healthy people. Mm. So we can help you with the biblical booster, be healthy for real. Yeah. And so there's a lot of information. A lot of the wonderful speakers uh, that are here have been, you know, telling and they've given a lot more you know, detailed information, but mm -hmm. my book hits the origin of, of uh, the vaccine and where it all came from yeah. um, and gives people an opportunity to read and study for themselves mm -hmm. these things. And uh, But then it um, offers a solution, mm -hmm. which um, is the live free lifestyle. Live free you know? lifestyle. Live free. Now, at the backside, of, uh, this is a draft copy you've given me. Thank you. Yes. Very kind of you to do that. I'd love to review yeah, it so more. We came to this. This is so hot off the press. If I can just show them a little yeah. something. Mm -hmm. This is so hot off the press. We didn't even have it perfect bound yet. We yes. just uh, bound it with some some good friends. Bound mm -hmm. Helped us bind it last night. Mm -hmm. Not last night. The night before we flew out. Yeah. And we brought it here to people like yourself and others to say, hey, would you mind reading this? And uh, we have a chapter in here that's called So Great a Cloud of Witnesses. And so if people read it and like it and won't mind saying some positive things about it, mm -hmm. then it just helps a person who mm -hmm. we, you know, who might buy it to say, hey, By there's the a lot of people that believe in this. I stuff. found that page where you said the whiter the <laughs> yes. bread, the sooner you're dead. That's it. That's and again, it. there's a QR code there that that's you can it. go to to see that demonstration yes. as well yes. of what it's doing to you. Uh, you talk about the liver. I mean, these are things that we all have importantly overlooked uh, for so long. And, yeah. you know, you're also, again, bringing a biblical perspective That's to right. it, which is important because a lot of people do appreciate need that. Right. And, and you know, one of the mm -hmm. things I like to mention is I, I'm a poet and didn't know it mm -hmm. until I read, read wrote this book. So there's a lot of poetry and maybe I'll, you know, quote one poem at least before we. Sure. Yeah, no, we can do broadcast. that. I love, sure. love poetry. Mm -hmm. And as well, um, you know, on the backside, and this is sort of controversial for this crowd, my okay. audience, because you say the biblical booster is not an anti-vaccination campaign. And somebody will go, whoa, how I mean, you, you just yeah, acknowledge that. that the vaccines yeah. are destroying health and masquerading as, and then you say that, and they're like, well, what do you really mean by that? You know, we're here at this wonderful conference. And one of the things that is being emphasize at this conference is we've got to get the word out. We've got to tell people. Mm -hmm. And and the reality is, you know, whether a person is Democrat, Republican, if we can reach them the way Jesus reached people by meeting their need. And so the biblical booster, although we don't believe in vaccination, the biblical booster is an actual campaign to boost the immunity of our global community. Mm -hmm. So we're telling people who might not come to a situation like this that, hey, you have an immune system you're in trouble. It, we, we need to change our lifestyle. So the end result is it's educating everybody. We're 100% against vaccines, but mm. the campaign is a campaign to say a lot of people are deceived. They're yeah. going to get vaccinated. We don't want to isolate them. We want to help them. So that's all that means. Some people, um, uh, I heard a marketing professional when they heard me say that, they say, oh, that's marketing. Well, we call it outreach, but you know, the bottom line, that's what we're talking about. We're, we're totally 100% against yeah. Um, I will never get vaccinated. Yeah, no, and, and thank you for clarifying that because yeah. I, you know, I've when I'm talking about things and they and they read that and they go, oh, he's probably no, 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 no. I didn't get that from the spirit that you present. Yeah. 
But in terms of an outreach, recognizing that some people are triggered to shut down immediately if they see certain things and it's done certain ways. And right. uh, I think you're trying to reach everybody. We're just trying to reach everybody. And if yeah. people who would not re- you know, come to a situation like this might read yeah. the book, they might come to the next program. They exactly. might start listening to your broadcast. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That kind of thing. And so um, that's what that's what we're doing. What do I every once in a while I see authors speed read quick picks. What does that mean? You got, you know, numbered. So so basically like um, it, it is simply a uh, summary mm-hmm. of the chapter. It's okay. my summary of the that's chapter. That's how you do it. So and you even have uh, biblical references at the bottom, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. And and it's it's well cited. So some of those references what that you'll see are be scientific studies. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just a well cited book, and uh, so it's got lots of citations, lots of poetry. It's an easy read. It's got QR code. So if I say something and people want to go to that CDC website or that video or whatever the case might be, yeah. Um. They will be able to do that. Nice. Now, did you start out as, as a kind of a minister? Because you're, you're here. Yeah, you're I'm a pastor. Really pastor. I'm a pastor mm-hmm. and um, basically uh, teach the word of God. And um, you mentioned as you started about how challenged you are by seeing religious people not well, healthy. And, and the bottom line is desecrating their temple. Natural healing is what the Bible teaches. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible teaches. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, you know, Jesus used natural remedies. He took... Uh, uh, clay and made a poultice and mm-hmm. put it on, you know, somebody. Uh, uh, Isaiah was told to take a lump of figs and put it on a boil. Or was it Jeremiah? I forget. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is the Bible promotes uh, uh, a good lifestyle and natural remedies. As a matter of fact, most people be very surprised to find that since we're talking about COVID, that there is an actual scripture in the Bible where a leper mm-hmm. would put a piece of cloth on his upper lip. Mm-hmm. That means the cloth was a mask. The leper, the one who was symptomatic, not everybody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. a biblical principle. So Isn't we promote health from the Bible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, this is a beautiful thing. And I appreciate you doing that because uh, the, the the faith community has been uh, abandoning yeah. due to they, their leaders. They are the these, ones pushing. They're allowing right. the churches to be the venue been where used, they, but, yeah. you know, get vaccinated and stuff like for, that. So. For the promotion of pharmakia, right. which is right. rooted in the word sorcery. And that that's in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Yes. And yes. so, again, this is to reach the, the faith community. I think it's an important uh, book that you've, you've written here. Uh, you. The Biblical Booster, Boosting the Immunity of Our Global Community. Uh, Shalom Flemings is our guest this hour as we're wrapping up the show here. And I, again, I love the topic because, you know, when you're around people of faith and, and it could be of mer- various different faiths, you know, there's something about the spirit flowing through them and a body that is clean yeah. and, and, and functional, the spirit has little or no obstacle. It's pouring out of their eyes. And, and, and yet when we are uh, decaying and we are deficient and we are chronically ill, it's very hard to serve in the same way we would like to serve. You know, people don't think about it like this, but when mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit speaks to us, he speaks to us through the sensitive nerve endings of our brain. Mm-hmm. So if our brain is all drunk and benumbed because of the foods we eat, it does affect our ability to hear God's voice. Right. So just by mm-hmm. eating healthy, we're not saying you're sinning if you don't eat this or sinning if you eat that, but we need to, if we love God, we would want to hear his voice and mm-hmm. you will hear his voice better yeah. if you stay healthier. Yeah, well, the clarity is there, and that's been a, a big part of my journey in, in clearing up that which, uh, you know, is clogged, is blocked as such. You talk about receptors, 
And, you know, it's not God that's having a problem hearing us. It's not <laughs> like, having a problem hearing we God. We don't hear him. That's right. Yeah. 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 So this is, again, I'm excited about this. Uh, this Can I here. quote one of the poems? Oh, yeah. Please do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like it's called A Shot in the Dark. A Shot in the Dark. And that's one of the chapters. And so it goes like this. The slogan announced, my body, my choice, tis now being pronounced in a pro-life voice. If my body, my choice, kills a baby in the womb, then my arm has a choice in avoiding a tomb. If I'm unclean and could infect, why won't the COVID-19 vaccine protect? Eight out of 10 who took the shot caught Omicron first, did they not? A mandate enacted, first of its kind, freedom abstracted. Does that blow your mind? First Amendment redacted, you ask, how so? No freedom of speech, so no one will know. They call it censoring misinformation. I call it censuring to vaccinate the nation. Now the data is in, over 1,200 dead within three months, Pfizer's paper read. Some were pro-life and others pro-choice. Now all have no life, no choice, no voice. Tis on this data governments relied. They knew over 1,200 people died. I repeat, they died in the first three months. Pfizer's excuse, they only died once. Those who were in a placebo group were blessed by God. He knew the scoop. Only eight people saved in Noah's day. It's misinformation, the scoffers would say. Listening to God, he ignored the sound of all the haters till the last one drowned. Media outlets took down his speech called no rain, no gain. We must limit his reach. In the aftermath of the big downpour, the censoring media all washed ashore. If you follow the crowd, you won't live through the storm, for in mass they defy true health reform. The eight people saved were scoffed and laughed at, but survived in the mountains of Ararat. So boost your immunity and get on the ark or join the community shot in the dark. Wow. Brilliant poetry there. Thank you, Shellen. That, that, that's really amazing. And uh, I'm just uh, uh, enthralled by your talent as it's pouring oh, through you to God. do this, to take this uh, uh, perspective and reach the community so desperately in need Thank of you. the insight and the inspiration to, yeah. to do better once they know better. Amen. Uh, how do we break through deception? There may be uh, some other things. I've argued that the simple act of choosing cleaner food, better food, is a step in the right direction, a yes. significant one, and it honors the gift of life that you've been given. It yes. honors the temple, and uh, it breaks the cycle of inadvertent and ignorant desecration because even our leaders within the various religious faiths or communities have not been preaching on the care of this body so much as the care of the spiritual side, but yet you cannot disconnect the body, mind, and spirit ultimately. Right. And when we talk about how we communicate with the world at large, if we're trying to be servants, humble servants, much less our communication with the divine. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, again, I don't know where we lost track or where the church has lost track of that, but it's clear that we're still, you know, it's been a, a, a problem. Even in Bible times, the children of Israel wanted to be like the world, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as soon as Moses took them out and God, they said, we want to go back to Egypt where we ate the flesh pots and we eat, did eat bread to the full. And uh, God wanted to put them on a cleaner diet and he had to rain it down from heaven. We call it manna. But the point being made is that it, it human nature doesn't change. Uh, churches, unfortunately, um, get pulled into wanting to be popular. 
and uh, wanting to be like the world. Mm-hmm. And and they lost uh, losing or losing their witness, thinking that they're gaining more popularity. Oh, so they're they're uh, choosing, uh, let's say, um, uh, the physical world. And yet the things that they're doing in the physical world are degrading the physicality of their experience, yes. causing them to suffer. Yes. And and yet I know in my experience, the, the suffering that I went through as a young man, a boy, even from zero to 24 years of age was largely based on ignorance. You know, my parents didn't intend to make me sick. The right. doctors I went to didn't intend to make me sick, but it was not in alignment with how uh, creation actually works in terms of the body, the metabolism. What does it need? Give it what it needs. What does it not need? Help it remove that which it doesn't. Uh, basic starting points, and yet um, we've abandoned that mm-hmm. for um, a false religion or a false teaching, a cult, in fact, of modern medicine in many ways. I call it the cult of or the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. And, you know, how many parishioners, how many preachers, pastors, rabbis praise the doctors in their, you know, right. uh, parishioner group. And it's like, why are you elevating these people above others? Is that somehow, uh, you know, corrupting, well, the humble status that we should all right. share? Absolutely. You know, um, speaking of humility, we're all going to be pretty humble when we get in a casket. And uh, one of the themes in the book is we try to help people to think outside the box, Mm -hmm. but it's a play on words. The Mm -hmm. box is the casket. So we need to think while we're outside the box. That reminds (laughs) me, I've got a quick poem. Some people don't know what a dumb waiter is. So it's a little elevator that, you know, can bring the food. Sometimes wealthy people might have them in their home. So Mm -hmm. the poem simply says just four lines. Don't be the dumb waiter that came to a stop. Make sure your elevator goes all the way to the top. Nice. So, you know, we have to think outside the box. And, Mm. of course, that phrase means we just can't follow the crowd. The crowd is not going to take us the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Shalom, do you have a a church that you're working through yourself, or do you travel now with this information? So, basically, Torso Ministry, and it's Torso, T-O-R-S-O-E, is the you know, ministry that we're directors of, my wife and I. Okay. And uh, where's that located? In outside of Pen- outside of Pittsburgh in okay. Saxonburg, uh, Pennsylvania. So we um, we have a following online, and we do have people that from time to time come and worship with us. But because we have a lifestyle center mm-hmm. there, um, we kind of serve. I kind of serve more so as the chaplain mm-hmm. of the lifestyle center. So it's yeah. not your traditional congregation i have done that yes um but um this way we're also free to travel and speak and you know do mm-hmm. some other things so if god calls us back to um traditional pastoring right um we would still be teaching the health message from the bible yeah i, I love that so so vitally important and so uh lost to much of uh you know the good people within uh these various faiths that are honestly trying and then they have integrity in this realm but have also been deceived you know, you know, speaking the, of deception, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, and this is brought out in my book, a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. when they saw these great numbers of people who were dying mm-hmm. uh, unvaccinated, um, the there's deception. If you died after taking a shot, which we know through the poem, yes. we kind of picked up that a lot of people died in Pfizer's clinical trial. It was actually mm-hmm. one out of every 40 people. Now, that's amazing. Yeah. But this is talking about, um, I'm talking about now how that, um, you know, those who were vaccinated with one shot, if they died, they were listed and we were told they were unvaccinated. Right. Okay. Yeah.
So, um, and so a lot of these uh, numbers of people that are dying and they say, why aren't you f- pushing the vaccine? People are dying. A lot of those people were dying who got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I got a quick poem. It says, sure. if you were killed by the shot, then it might be your lot to be labeled as not going along with the plot. So maybe they forgot. So on your grave spot, we will pick and lay a lot of forget me nots. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, poetry can speak and bypass sometimes the mind, right? Yeah. The, the intellect that gets in the way. Uh, where it can be used as a great tool, oftentimes it's, uh, in our society, worshipped yeah. improperly. It's a trick. It's yeah. a trap. And that's why I say about uh, the medical doctor, even if they mean well, mm-hmm. uh, the overemphasis on the mental constructs and these things without the, the direction of spirit right. uh, is often uh, destructive and damaging, even if it's intended to be helpful by those that can, can convey or try to convey the messages of what they've learned in higher institutions of I call indoctrination or indoctrination. Right. So uh, it's a it's a fascinating journey we're on. And, you know, wherever you're at and, and you know, whether you are biblically based or some other spiritual focus, I, I would just ask you to take the time and uh, commune, whether it's with, you know, the natural world, because that which created the natural world is connected and through nature. You can access that uh, it, it, wherever you are. And we know, too, from um, the holistic healing arts, that there are times of activity, great activity and physical exercise to strengthen the body. And there are times of rest and regeneration, whether it be a sleep cycle or whether it be in uh, contemplative, meditative or prayerful states that we can quiet ourselves to get the guidance we need when we are lost or even if we're very learned and we're lost. It's like all of that intelligence you have may not be enough and it usually is not. There's a voice trying to reach you. You know, and how do you do? What do you do? What are the practice uh, methods? Sometimes, you know, reading a book like the Bible or this book about it, the biblical booster could be, be insightful for you and kind of That's get right. you back on course or on track. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're hoping that uh, people read it, whether they're a Christian or not, or whether they're a Republican or Democrat. You know, mm-hmm. we're just trying to get the message out to the people because there's too many people dying. There's a scripture in the Bible. It's Ecclesiastes 717. And it says, why should you die before your time? Now, a lot of preachers will tell the family of the deceased it was his or her time and they try to comfort. But if you're not following good health principles, you're really dying before your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. So um, how do people get this book once it's in, in the final binding process here? Well, Where the will they go? Biblicalbooster.org okay. will be the website. Um, it will also be mentioned at torso.org. That's T-O-R-S-O-E. So you have biblicalbooster.org or torso. Org. Um, I am actually here to uh, fill fill out that chapter that's called So Great a Cloud of Witnesses. And mm-hmm. um, so basically, uh, we're going to give them a little time to read the book okay. and see if there's some endorsements that will come. If not, we're going to keep moving forward. If more endorsements come that can fit on the allotted pages, we might extend it or we'll have them on a website, all the endorsements on a website. So I've met some wonderful people. Definitely people have said they will be, you know, sharing some nice thoughts. So, absolutely. I definitely want to, uh, I have another little short poem that's just kind of in the beginning of the book, Mm -hmm. if I can share it. Sure. Okay, so this is what it says. It says, President Biden, we boldly declare that we want you to be well aware those healthy bike rides in Delaware have a lot to do with your own health care. We re-echo the call to former President Trump. It's the sunlight, not the golf ball, that gives you a jump. And to politicians laboring across the aisles, Christians, Muslims, Jews, and even Gentiles, you will lie in state. If you don't change your diet, you won't have to wait for a capital riot. 
you know, it's so topical that you were able to uh, bring that poetry in with the messages and context of politics. And uh, it's, it's, you know, how would we say it's disarming? Yeah. When you do it that way. Because so so many people are like, oh, we're in it. They're like, oh, no, he said this. He said like through poetry. uh, uh, You can say some things. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's brilliant. I love that. Praise God. Well, we appreciate your show. Oh, thank you. A lot of people are being educated about um, uh, the things that they need to be educated about. So we appreciate that. Did you meet my friends at Nutritional Frontiers when they were here this weekend? They're also from the Pittsburgh area. You know, I heard about them and I I, I even got a um, tip from Dr. Mikovits. Mikovits, yes. Mikovits. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, She kind of connects with them. So when I went over to the table, they weren't here. Yeah. So I came today to see them and they were already gone. So I've got the card or she gave me a card. So I'm going to connect with them because we're real close to Pittsburgh. They also have the Weiner Wellness Clinic or Center there. Okay. And uh, it's a brilliant place where you can absolutely be comfortable sending folks in need to get real help, help, you know, not the the pretend help, the toxic help, the poison stuff. So there's a lot of good people out there and, uh, you know, they are faith-based as well. They really believe in the spirit. And uh, I I know, again, folks, we have a wide diversity of beliefs in this audience and I'm always respectful of your journey. And uh, I'm inspired by people who love God. And I know that everybody has their way of interpreting this. I mean, you know, people can read the Bible and and they they do often and take take different messages from the same verses. And I, I don't think that's wrong necessarily because God created us as individuals and we have a unique view our own eyes and experience. You know, we have a choice yeah. and, you know, people, you know, the Bible is an interesting book and it's probably the only book that you get uh, a million different people mm. reading the same verse and they come up with a different, yeah. but now the Bible tells us that um, that's because it's not, you know, um, we're not supposed to privately interpret it is, mm. is what it says. So um, I think, and, and the only reason I'm bringing that out is mm-hmm. because people will take principles from the Bible about health yeah, and they'll say, well, it means something different or that was done away with at the cross. And so, right. you know, we just have these things that give excuses as to why the Bible is not a book of health anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe if we allow the Bible to speak for itself and interpret itself, we can arrive at truth. But I recognize everybody's not a Christian. Yeah. We get it. Well, but we want to live uh, by example, lead by example. For instance, those who are preaching even to eat well, and then you look at their behavior and it's not congruent with their message, then you see the hypocrisy that often is pointed out by people who claim to be, you know, God fearing, whatever it is. And, and so it isn't so much what is said, it's how you live ultimately, isn't it? It's, it's, it's your testament by how you live. And, you know, I've heard others say my good friend, Dr. Batar, who comes from the Muslim faith, he was told, you know, preach without ever opening your mouth. Mm. Right. And how that means, you know, you people will observe you by what you do and say, is he really living what he I've heard him say? And and I don't say that to make it daunting on anybody because we're all fallible. We're human. We can make mistakes, make poor choices. But that's part of the design. And the freedom to come back by choice that I love and appreciate so much and the grace and the patience that God has for us. The love, the infinite love. And oftentimes we do not exude that kind of love for others who are in trouble or have made choices that we don't agree with. And uh, to find forgiveness in in our hearts is is important. But ultimately, for anybody listening, to find forgiveness in your own heart for your own actions or inactions so that you don't end up in a paralysis state because you feel like you can never get there anyway. Why should I even try? Mm. That's right. Yeah. So these are the journeys I've been on in health and healing and and re- restoring a, a connection to the source of all healing, which is your divinity and your connection to the most divine. And, uh, you know, for those of you who are 
uh, feeling resident. Uh, Shalom Flemings in the book, The Biblical the Immunity of Our Global Community. It will be available soon. That's right. And uh, if you could go again to biblicalbooster.org, torso.org, it's spelled T-O-R-S-O-E. That's right. Dot org. Um, that would be great. So, uh, yeah, thank you for introducing this to me. And I'll, again, you. I'll be reviewing this some more. Maybe I'll even write a thing in it. Well, thank um, you. What kind of time do we have? couple of minutes left. You know, you have another yeah, poem I've you want to read? Something. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Let me read this. It says, part of its paragraph, it's poetic, but then it goes into a poem. It says, I have been using biblical methods of healing for over 30 years in pastoral and medical ministry. As previously stated, these methods include remedies, lifestyle change, nutrition, cleansing the body of toxins, and faith in God's power to heal. I am accustomed to popular science ignoring the success stories of biblical healing. I am not taken aback when they call me a quack, <laughs> but has it come to this? And this is talking about the medical scientific people that are here teaching the truth mm -hmm. and how they're being silenced. Sure, and, persecuted, you know, all that. Yeah. It says, has it come to this? Clinician versus physician, proctor versus doctor, medication man versus vaccination clan. And that's <laughs> with a capital K, like the yeah, Ku Klux yeah. Klan. Right. Okay. It says silence every probe and vaccinate the globe. While data is in beta, our syringe will infringe. Here's the new national anthem most Americans now sing, or the land that's only free if at home you behave. My country tis of thee, bring changes secretly of thee I sing. Tell no one people died. Critical data hide from every shot worldwide let freedom sting oh man you're wow i love your poetry Praise it's, God. it's so uh you know so poignant and, and and topical to what we're experiencing now and i think that's God another way to reach people to recognize that you know the language of uh days gone by sometimes doesn't resonate as easily right. so utilizing poetry to inspire and connect and and see through Amen. a lot of the illusion um you you have been chosen my friend and you Thank are you, you are also you. choosing to do what you're doing. Yes. And that's part of it. It's part of our freedom to choose. Well, yeah, we could all be chosen, that's but right. do we choose uh, taking on that mantle of responsibility, which is not a bad word. And in fact, that's aligning with your mission, purpose, and spirit. And Shalom's doing it. You can see that here. So thank you for being thank here. You. And thanks thank for, for connecting. Yeah, Appreciate God bless it, you, my brother. All right. I, I look forward to talking with you some more. As we wrap up today's broadcast, again, it's a travel day technically on the Robert Scott Bell Show. And um, I try to, I don't like doing encores. If I can avoid them, sometimes they're unavoidable. But uh, I've, I had extra time at the event in Orlando to meet wonderful people. And uh, that's why we get out. You got to get out. You got to go. You got to interact because, you know, you never going to be given uh, when you interact, and I think that's part of the the message that we've received from those who want to deceive you and us. They want us to divide. They want us to separate. They want us to isolate. They want us to hide. They want to cover us. They, you know, they want to tell us that breathing is is deadly. Uh, and and of course, those are I think more obvious lies. But in the in the in the guise of living in fear, when you are afraid of germs, for instance. There are people like that that will manipulate you or have manipulated us in the past. And the question is, are you still afraid of germs? If you are, they're going to come back with another story soon. And they're going to say, oh, no, this one's. Right. And the reality is what we find, the fear of the germs has led us to do stupid things right. like allow man, medical or otherwise, man to inject us with synthetic poisons and or instructions to alter DNA protein synthesis. In other words, to alter your very genetic code. 
which comes from a, ultimately a far higher place and man's arrogance is not near the wisdom of creation and the creator. Uh, so that's another aspect of this journey to not be deceived. It's to live not with a spirit of fear that doesn't come from God, but live with the, with the spirit of love yes. and uh, wisdom that comes from aligning with those that come from places far institution that man would create. Uh, you know, that's a big part of the journey here on the Robert Scott Bell show as well. So again, grateful Sheldon, Thank you, for you appreciate to it. meet you My pleasure. and I appreciate your compassion for those in need. And I feel, and I sense that your heart is there to help those in need. And it isn't one of judgment, but one Amen. of, again, compassion and yes. healing and uh, uh, grace as well. So thank you all for being here. Yes. I want to say thanks to those that have been on the show today. Catherine Arnston, who we've now got this amazing energy bits. You guys nourish the body and then the mind and the spirit are also nourished. And that's energy bits.com RSB 20 to get 20% off of that. We also had uh, on today's show uh, opening with uh, Ashley uh, Grog talking about a lot of medical issues, the vaccine adverse event reporting system, and recovering from moral injury, which is a big part of what's causing people to be trapped in a, a downward spiral. So we want to break break free of that moral injury as well. And again, thank you to Ashley Grog as well. And thank you to Catherine Arnston. And thank you to Shellum for being here on the Robert Scott Bell Show today, my brother. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate God it. You. God bless you, you all. Remember, the power to heal is yours.